1: Center Ice Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. If you haven't heard, Center Ice Brewery beer is now exclusively available at beer stores around town. So make sure you pick some up on your next milk and eggs run. That's Center Ice Brewery. Please drink responsibly. Hi everybody, this is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. After reviewing the play, the call on the ice, it was determined that the play was offside, no goal! You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame.
0: So your sweetie finally comes to a game and you barely play, is that more awkward than puberty, or is it pretty close Your mitt looks like a boa constrictor unhinged its jaw in an effort to consume a combat submarine. Let's do that hockey. This is Let's Go Blues Radio, and we're here today with our first summer show. This is Jeff Ponder. Uh, Make sure you are tuning in every single week as we bring you exclusive hockey content you won't find anywhere else. No way, no how. Of course, Let's Go Blues Radio is supported by Rockin'ThatIDLife.com, where we help you make every workout, every meal count, do life better. And by centericebrewery.com, uh St. Louis's wonderfully crafted hockey-themed beer found at grocery stores and liquor stores in the St. Louis area in both the city and the county. Uh, this is franchise episode number 361 all time this is season 10 episode 43 uh, this episode is again the first of the summer series so we're gonna have a lot of these shows coming so make sure you uh, are tuning in every week we're gonna try and run them the same way so if you're uh, interested in watching the YouTube videos the Facebook videos I will be posting these at our normal recording time when we record live at 9.15 on uh, whatever night, probably Wednesday nights, uh, cause that's typically when we used to record our live shows during the season. Uh, so I will keep that going this summer and then, uh, the podcasted episode will be released Thursday morning. Again, typical to our live shows. So, um, and it's, yeah, it's going to be a premiere. Uh, 915 on Wednesday nights when I, when I do post these, so the live chat will be open. So if you're a normal live chatter, uh, I'll be in there with whoever else wants to join into the live chat. So make sure, uh, you are joining us for that as it's a lot of fun. We usually get some, some good conversation going, just no more comments of the show. So it's just, so it won't be live. Uh, I guess I could still post that in YouTube chat. Either way, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so today on this episode, we'll get right into it. We're talking with Tim Dimocky of Blues Special Hockey. Uh, for those that know me and that follow this show, and, and maybe you know me personally, uh, this is a big deal for me. My son uh, has special needs, autism and Down syndrome. So we've been trying to get him into ice skating, getting him in. He loves hockey. He watches hockey constantly. Um Always ask for hockey, even in like August. And it's like, dude, I wish if there were hockey on, we'd be watching it. Uh, so it's a very special, uh, conversation for me to have with this, uh, gentleman from Blues Special Hockey. Uh, we met at Webster Grove's Ice Arena on, uh, June 7th. So we talk a little bit about the Oilers Avalanche Series ending. Um, but yeah, so it was a great conversation with Tim. Um, gave us some insight into how blue special hockey works as well as, uh, just everything around the program, uh, how it came to be where it's at now and, and where it's going to go in the future. Uh, so again, we're going to bring you this type of content throughout the summer. Uh, there will be some live shows. Uh, obviously, big breaking news, any kind of trades or signings or anything. We will be back with some live shows. Also, Kurt and Bill will be joining me for some of that mystery hockey theater that we've done in the past, as well as uh men's league minute, which we'll get some men's league players on. So if Again, if you're a men's league player and you listen to the show, you want to contribute something, reach out to us. We'd love to have you on. Um, but uh, yeah, so a lot of that co- type of content this summer, so uh hope you join in and, and enjoy it. It's, it's uh, fun for me to do, and I like kind of breaking it up and, and getting different content out there for uh, Blues fans who maybe don't know about what's going on in the area, and uh, this will be our opportunity to be able to share some of that with you. Uh, well, before we get to Tim and Blue Special Hockey, we do need to take a quick break and hear from our fabulous sponsors over at rockinthatidlife.com and Center Ice Brewery. It's springtime and I know in my house, it's such a good feeling to open up the windows and let the breeze roll in for new life in my home. Your body's no different. Detoxifying your body can reduce any inflammation purify your blood, help with weight loss, improve sleep, and boost your circulation. Don't just go after those detoxifiers that only focus on the gut and bowel, though. If you're going to do it, do it for real. The all-new Detox Box from RockinThatIDLife.com cleans all your systems, flushing your kidneys and bowels, detoxifying your liver, and restoring your microbiome for full homeostasis. You'll feel re-energized, restored, and renewed. Make your order now and receive a free detox water bottle with your order. Visit com or email Dustin at rockinthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him let's go blues radio sent you to receive an additional 10% off your order. That's com and give your body that much needed spring cleaning today. Do you like hockey? No, of course you do. Do you
1: like beer? Of course you do. Are you twenty-one? Let's hope so. If you answered yes to all of those questions, run on down to your local beer distributor and pick up a two-four, a Volderina Lager, the Beauty IPA, or any other delicious hockey themed beer from Center Ice Brewery. That's right, Center Ice Brewery beer is available at various beer stores around town. So check around for the one closest to you. That's Center Ice Brewery. Let's go blues.
0: This is Jeff from Let's Go Blues Radio, and today I'm joined by Tim Dymake of Blue Special Hockey. As you can see with these great uh, jerseys, they definitely play the
1: part of the St. Louis Blues. Tim, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, what's your role with uh, Blue Special Hockey? I am the coach and director, along with my wife, coordinator um, for the program. Cool. So, pose hats. Yeah. A lot of jobs. Yeah. How long have you been with the organization? Um, as a coach, probably now 12 years. Okay. And just, I think it's been five, six years as coordinator. That's awesome. So so you were with the Gateway Locomotives back when they were that? I was. Okay. Um, Jim Herman ran the Gateway Locomotives. Uh, he stepped aside um, due to some health issues. And just he'd been running the program for 25 years. It was time. Yep. He, he made the comment to me when he stepped aside that he had never been to a Thanksgiving dinner with his family on Thanksgiving. Oh because, my goodness. Because the locomotives went to uh, Chicago on Thanksgiving, so he said it was time to kind of step aside a little bit. Yeah. Take that more inactive role.
0: I get that. Yeah, I was going to say, I was reading about the, the Grand Ravine Tornadoes and right. how you guys used to, I think the first tournament uh, ever held was here in St. Louis. 1994.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tony Sansone, a um, local uh, businessman, was in Toronto. And read the back of the book, you know, the books in the back of the airplane, and read about the Grand Ravine, and was wondering how I could get a program started here in St. Louis. And that was in the early 90s, and it took until 94 to get the ice time and coaching uh, lined up. And they had the first, what become is now, of uh, special hockey international back in 1994 at the Brentwood Ice Ravine, when Grand Ravine traveled down for the first ever That's awesome. a tournament between two uh, special needs teams. So, that's fantastic. So it was a whole weekend tournament around Thanksgiving, correct? Yes, yeah. yeah. And it continued back and forth for several years. And At 19, we actually went back to Grand Ravine for the 25th anniversary. That's awesome. Tournament in Toronto. Okay. It, was, it was fun. How many teams participate in something like that? Um, Nowadays, at least. Pitts, we were just in Pittsburgh this spring, and there was 38 teams. Uh, the tournament this year, Well 23, will be in St. Louis in April of twenty three and I would expect because we're centrally located I would expect fifty teams. Wow. That's a lot from when you guys first started. It's a lot. Yeah. But that's 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 USA hockey. There's three. There's USA Hockey, Special Hockey International, which was the beginning of it all, and now American Special Hockey. And American Special Hockey has, I believe, fifty six teams. So there's there is a lot of teams out there. That's fantastic. It um, is, it's it's wonderful. So you personally, you know, obviously you've been with the organization for a while. Did you do any coaching before you did special needs hockey? I did. I started here uh, at the Webster organization in 1989. Okay. Coaching many months. Oh, and wow. So you've been doing it a while. I coached through the organization up to the high school team until last year. I retired from, from youth hockey last year. Okay. So what's, what's the, the, I mean, obviously there's
0: a lot of major differences between coaching the Mighty Mites and coaching special hockey, what was maybe the biggest hurdle for you trying to get used to working with special uh, needs kids?
1: The, coaching of it isn't different because you're teaching the, the same basics. You know, Depending on the level of exposure a child has had when they come on the ice, it could be a learn-to-play session. It could be a stick-and-puck session. It's just you're depending on their history and how much they know or don't know. Um, the biggest hurdle for the coaching staff is communication sometimes. Yeah, just the the level of communication and you learn how to communicate with every every athlete and and it comes quickly because they're there because they want to be there and they're for the joy of the game and they love to to do it and it doesn't take much um you you can tell from the time they set on nice you don't have to coax them you don't have to you know give them treats or anything like that to get them going you know versus an atypical team you know you might you know, they might be spending time on the bench just because they're not listening. We don't typically have that issue, but to if happen. anybody takes a break, it's because they're just physically exhausted because they've worked so hard. It's it's, it's fun. It's a fun atmosphere every time I step on the ice. So how many new participants on average do you even get every year? You know, it was um, one or two a year, you know, pretty steady, and for whatever reason, last year we had seven. Oh, wow. Um, six actually came out the seventh, decided to wait a year. Of that, six, four had never been on the ice before, um, and they they absolutely loved it. And three of them went to Toronto with us, so that's awesome. Their first, or not Toronto, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh this last spring for the tournament that was delayed for two years because of
0: of COVID. So it was fun. So what's the measure of success? Obviously, you know, you want to win games, you want to score goals, but... That's, at the end of the day, that's not what Blue Special
1: Hockey is about. No, and obviously everybody wants to score a goal. Right. And we do make a big deal out of it because it's fun, but the, that is not the measure. The measure of the success is, is seeing just the athlete get on the ice and seeing the joy in their eyes when they, when they do something. And it could just be, I was working, the Blues invited us out uh, last week for the year-end skate before they take the ice out. And one of our athletes, he just, he, he's a slow mover. And the fact getting to the door, getting to the blue note right in the center of the ice, because he, he sat in the stands and seeing the games, right. So mm-hmm. now he's now he's standing on top of with, with a blue note with a smile that you know, ten feet wide. So that's the level, you right? Know, getting the athlete on the ice and, and seeing them and seeing the joy and and, and sometimes it's it's as simple as. Some kids are nonverbal until they step on the ice with their peers, and you'll see them all in, the, in the corner chatting, and carrying on like they've known each other for a hundred years. So, yep, that's how we measure. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the game. You know, game is the game. Everybody loves the game. We know the game. It's 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 the abilities that they learn. It's the socialism that they that they grab onto. You know, they, they get to play with their peers. They get to be for an hour, hour and a half. Mom and Dad aren't barking at them. Tell them what to do. They get to just be with their peers, and that's that is absolutely the, the best part of the of the hour of practice or even the even the
0: year. So obviously, you've got you know multiple athletes on the, on uh, on the ice at a time. So you've got younger kids working with adults, all the
1: special needs. How are the teams? Do you divide up the teams by age? How does that work? They are divided by abilities. Abilities. So we come. have we'll have. Uh, 19, 20-year-olds with 6-year-olds and 30-year-olds have just depended on their ability um, to skate, handle a puck, and to play. It's boys and girls. You know, uh, it's all mixed. It's a big mixing pot. So, How many total teams do you have? We have three. Three? Okay. We, uh, basically, we divide it by ability. The first hour is typically uh, new, new athletes that have never been on ice before that require more assistance because we have more coaches and volunteers out on the first hour. Um, and then we have a middle hour, which is intermediate athletes that have been around for a while. And then the third hour is uh, athletes that have more skill and ability and that have been around for a long time. And and it's typically the third hour uh, is one or two coaches because they, they know me they know my process and they know where we're headed next, typically. Sometimes they go there before I even tell them. Yeah, right. But you know, they, they're they excited. They want to move to the next drill. They want to go. They want to play. Mm-hmm. First, you know, five minutes, not much different than anybody else. Hey, Coach, are we going to scrimmage today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I know when I coached, that was always the first question. we going scrimmage today? Yeah. Well, I don't know. it wasn't hard to work for. That's before. exactly right. It's <laughs> a, a typical answer, right? Yep,
0: that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's great. So so who's your longest serving member? Do you have somebody who's
1: been around for a long time now? Yeah. Um, Myself, right now, currently. I have a lot of uh, coaches, really good, dedicated coaches right now. Four, five, six years, uh, seven years. um, But myself, currently. Okay, wow. So you really do wear all the hats. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Brought in a lot. It was a fun year for coach and volunteer-wise. We brought in, uh, I knew with all the uh, new athletes coming in, I had my hands full for the first hour. So I reached out to Lindenwood, the girls team out of Lindenwood and asked them uh, if they had an interest in, in volunteering or if they had any other uh, athletes that needed help with a major as far as time or you know community service time for their major and they said well you know what we don't know but they committed three girls an hour every sunday when they were in town that's fantastic yeah so we had nine girls nine different athletes from lindenwood's team out. it was awesome they and they jumped right in just like they'd been there the whole time so so, if somebody does want to participate, you know, jump in, help coach, help with practices. How do they go about doing that? Uh, first thing, you got to get the USA Hockey registered just like everybody else. You got to go through background checks. You got to do the, um, yeah, background check through USA Hockey or Mo Hockey. Got to do the screening, and then you got to do your modules. So, to first come out, you, you got it. There's a little bit of a chunk you got to do to get started. Um, but the first step would be to contact myself and can't give you the website right now because if we're under construction. Hopefully they have it up July 1, August 1. Okay. So we'll have a fresh new look and registration process. Ten more information out there that we need to get out there. Our, our uh, website's stuck in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, I'll say on the Facebook page, it does still say yeah, com. I'm like, right. There's a couple different ones that will direct you if, if the web is feeling generous. And so we're, we're working on that now. So,
0: what's uh, maybe you have a new coach that comes in, or even just a volunteer? What's one of the first things you tell them if they've never worked with somebody with special needs?
1: Uh, well, I ask them their interest. and "Well, why do you want to be here?" You know, because if if, if you're here, a lot of a lot of people take the coach and they want to do a stick and puck, or they want to run, you know, start running plays or whatever. And if if they're there for the right reason, we just tell them what to expect. Talk, you know, tell them, you know, communication is all on you. You may not get any, any responses back but you're, you're being heard you're being listened to it's just the level of communication with who you're working with we have two kids that are wanderers they're six years old and they don't want to stand in line and they don't want to do the drills but they get on an ice and they wander around so typically i'll sit in a new uh, coach with one of those guys just so they can get their feet wet the wanderer the younger ones that don't have the patience to stand in line that'll be my son yeah but <laughs> I mean, it, it happens we have a a young boy, he's six years old. He's by seven now, um, and he skated laps the whole time. He, he never ever would, you know, participate in the drill. But he was smiling and laughing, and he got off the ice, and he was completely exhausted. So, mission accomplished on our part. That's right. Yep. As long as they're having fun. Yeah, we had a volunteer, thirteen-year-old, uh, youngest volunteer we had, and he was completely dedicated. He he got it. He understood it. He understood why he was there. And he was probably one of the best volunteers I've ever had, as far as being that young to understand the situation uh, that he's dealing with, and and he worked with them. Just awesome. That's great. Uh, So how involved do the St. Louis Blues be organization? Um, As you can see, very. Yeah. uh, They purchased these back, it was obviously the Gateway Locomotives up until 2017. Uh, They've always been involved through either the 14 Fund, which has evolved into uh, Blues for Kids, um, but they're, they're financially, they've always been a huge, huge help to us. Um, and Ice Time, you know, they, they call us up if, if there's an opportunity there to get us down on Enterprise or, or Scott Trade prior to that. So they're involved and they want to be involved. And, and Randy Gersh in the uh, public relations side of the organization is awesome. Uh, we have conversations many times a year asking what we need, what can you do, what can the Blues do to help? And, uh, but yeah, it was very cool. They uh, they called us up and said we want to we kind of want to adopt you guys. And we want to buy you uh, new uniforms. Yeah. And it it was uh, it's a pretty cool event. They they it was a surprise. All the kids dropped their bags off at the rink, thinking it was just I, we may have some excuse, equipment fitting or escape sharpening or something. But you had to bring your home bag. And and their staff came out and picked up all the bags and took them down to Enterprise Center and we boarded a bus and. Uh, they took us down and took us in the locker room and all the all the jerseys were hanging in slots around the Blues' main locker room. It was it was quite an ordeal for them to do. You know, for us it was it was very nice. That's really cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Bobby Plager was the was the host for the day. He he met the kids out at weird. That's when we were at the Mills and the Blues were still there too. They had all their stuff in the back room. So uh, Bobby came out and met us all and said hey we're going to go for a bus ride and all the kids have been I'm like why are we going for a bus ride? it's practice time so, <laughs> yeah it was really cool he rode the bus with us down enterprise center and bus pulled down in the garage just like it would and we unloaded and off we went it was it was a big deal they did first class all the way that's fantastic obviously by the jerseys too they're they're nice looking uniforms yes they are for sure yeah can you purchase those if you're not Participate in the in the event? No, we don't. I mean, we don't want the logo running around. You know? Right. As far as a team member, you know, yeah. you, you get you get the jersey. You know, um, once you've been around and you're dedicated, we you know you're going to stay, and that's just come and go. So, yeah, we don't. They're not on for open sale. No, that's good. That means you're definitely part of the team. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> but you, you know, you talk about involvement to David and Kelly Backus, their foundation bought us. Um, Back when he was in town, the year maybe the year, year before he left, uh, pants, gloves, bags, and the whole outfit, the whole, everything, all everything on the exterior except for for skates he purchased for the team. Uh, and Petro, uh, when he won the skills competition, he you know he, had, he donated some money, but he bought us a, a slew of sticks, and they brought us down to the center again, gave everybody new sticks, and wow, and. This past year? No, the year before he was trained. Okay. Right. Or the year whatever year it was when he won the skills competition. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I c I didn't look it up before we before we sat down, but it was uh yeah, I bought sticks for everybody and you know, we got he brought us down to enterprise and everybody skated on ice with their new sticks. And, Sounds like blues players are pretty involved too then. Yeah, they you know, they they do. They try to be and they were really uh, interested in being involved and then COVID, you know, and all the lockdown and it slowly 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 getting back. I'm hearing rumors that there's several out there that want to get involved and I understand, you know, there's with with the health issues the way they have it, it's a tough road to navigate. Yes, yes it is. is. Uh, Vladdy came out, he was before right right after training camp, right before the beginning. Uh, he stepped on the ice, he was out at Centene, I think, with one of his kids. And he saw us on the ice and he came up and, and, and in his broken English, he was, Mind if I skate? I said <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, who's <laughs> going to say
1: no to Vladdy? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so he, he hung out with us for forty five minutes. It was wow. Yeah, he's very he said hi to every every athlete there and took his time. And yeah, anytime they see us, they're you know it's an open door. It's awesome. That's fantastic. Really? We treat, you know we treat us in the organization. So if somebody wanted to uh, maybe donate to Blue Special Hockey, is there a, a channel for them to be able to do that? Uh, right now, uh, through the Facebook. Okay. Um, it will be through the webpage. We'll have a link to that, and we are a 501-3C-registered right. uh, corporation, so all the legalities are taken care of that way But uh, for the tax exempt and all that. So Very cool. Hopefully all that will be a lot easier and a lot more accessible. Yeah. Our goal, our goal is, <coughs> is they have it up absolutely is August 1st. So okay. We'll see. Yeah, Well, we'll make sure we'll post all the links over at Let's Go Blues Radio. Um, we'll share links on social media if all of that stuff comes live. And obviously, as he said, check them out on Facebook. That seems like you're of right now. Right now, everything I'm getting like messages through Facebook, and it seems to be the most consistent at this point, which is good. Yep. Um, they used to get me through Mid-States because my name was out on Mid-States too, but since I retired from the high school ranks, my name's not out there anymore. So. Okay. Awesome. Well, this has been awesome for me to meet with you, as I said, you know, very close to my heart because my son's nine, loves
0: hockey. Um in, in fact, he's so upset the Blues lost. I'll turn on the Cardinals game, and he'll sit there and look at me and go,
1: "Blues!" and I'm like, "Gotta wait till October, pal." <laughs> we were sitting there watching the game last night, and uh, my daughter, who plays on the team, so jerseys hanging. She she wanted to know where the Blues were. I said, Do "You remember they lost?" She goes, "Oh yeah, yeah." She goes, "Who's this?" And I said, "Colorado, Edmonton." I said we want the blue and orange. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and too bad they didn't. <laughs> it looked like for a minute they were gone. I won a game, but yeah, yeah it was great. For you. Yeah, it was fun game to watch. So yeah, it's, it, I, I was hoping we'd be here too, but all good things come to an end. Yep, yep, and we'll see. There's always next year. The stage have always said. Hey, they, the front office and, and the you know the ownership—they always put a good product on these sports, so it'll be, we'll have a good year next year. That's right. Yep, we will.
0: Uh, Again, this was Tim Daimke of uh, Blues Special Hockey. I want to thank you again for coming on. Thanks for all that you do for our special
1: uh, hockey athletes out here in St. Louis. Thank you. Appreciate you taking your time to talk to us. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Well, big thanks goes out to Tim for joining us on the show. Tim Daimke, again, Blues Special Hockey. You can find him on Facebook right now. Everything's kind of in limbo. Uh, Their website, everything else right now throughout the summer. Uh, so stay tuned to us. We will post on social media when we see... Those, uh, new links come up for their pages, um, and any other information they may have as, as they're kind of revamping things right now. So stay tuned to us and of course stay tuned to them as well. Um, but we will make sure to, to share that whenever it's available. Uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com and get 10% off by emailing Dustin at rockinthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him let's go blues radio sent ya. And by Center Ice Brewery, which provides drinks brewed right here in St. Louis and is available throughout the city and county at numerous grocery stores, liquor stores, and bars, including at Center, or I'm sorry, at uh, Enterprise Center. Not that that matters now because the Blues aren't in season, but it will when the season comes back around. Visit centericebrewery.com to find a vendor near you. That's centericebrewery.com. That will do it for episode 43 of season 10 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, we'll be back with a new show every single week over the summer, and uh, so that includes next week and the week after that and the week after that and the week after that and so on uh, for my absent co-host Kurt Price and Bill Day I'm Jeff Ponder and I will talk with you next week this was Let's Go Blues Radio until next time everyone let's go blues special hockey Woo! Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyana Sport at the War Memorial at 8 good seats are still available I think that went very well thank you for listening to let's go blues radio now take off hosers i want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again
1: well there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back sorry st
0: louis
1: blues st louis blues have you heard the news about our st louis blues They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one Now oh, there's no more Blues for our St. Louis Blues The Blues are on the ice tonight again They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win They'll always get one more,
0: no matter what the score They are quite a hockey team, my friend.